Hi, I'm Neil. I'm Veronica. We fell in love when we were 16. And here we are talking about what life is all about for us. Thank you for joining us. This is a Life Is podcast with Neil and Veronica. Hi, everybody. Uh, welcome back to another episode of Life Is with Neil and Veronica. I uh, want to take a quick few seconds just to say thank you to our friends, family, community for the uh, overwhelming support of our first episode. Um, your feedback, your um, you know ability to share it with everyone that you knew um, was overwhelmingly amazing. So thank you. We are grateful for you being here again. Uh, any quick thoughts on that, Veronica? Definitely feeling the love. So wanting to echo what Neil said and very grateful that you are taking the time to listen to us. I feel like we're just two regular individuals, you know, telling our stories, sharing our conversations and what life means to us. And, you know, grateful that you're here again. Absolutely. Uh, so today, what I would like us to take some time, Veronica, to talk about and uh, in a continuation of the episode uh, life is having a vision is talking about life is taking the time to reflect and reflection can mean a lot of different things for every individual but for us what I feel like reflection is is we practice this daily we practice this seasonally and I definitely know that we practice this annually which comes off of our last episode airing on our 21 year anniversary, where we, um, I felt like continually reflected on our journey as a couple every year that that date comes up. And so I just want to take the first part of this to chat about what that journey has been for us, uh, maybe share some stories. So um maybe i'll let you take it from there and, and just taking the time to reflect on the past uh 21 years sure i love this topic so for those of you that don't know the way that this podcast is shaping up or um our vision for it as neil mentioned in life is having a vision um neil has a list of topics so i'm very spontaneous with my thoughts we have the best conversations when this happens. You know, sometimes Neil just comes up and he just brings something up and, and we just start talking about something. So Neil has a whole list of topics. So the way that this works is we come on here, Neil lists a topic and away we go. So I love this topic. I love that you want to talk about reflecting. Um, it's very prominent now, of course, Christmas is in a few days. And as we approach the end of the year, as we talked about for life is having a vision and forward thinking, Reflecting is important too. And as you mentioned, we do do this a lot. You don't have to wait till the end of the year to do this, right? We do this sometimes in the moment. We do this at the end of every day, for sure. That's something that we do and that we practice um, sometimes spontaneously. And I think it's just become a habit for us. And I think something that, um, you know, was mentioned in Life is Having a Vision and something that came out of it is the power of a pause. So I think, you know, in continuous improvement, something that I strive for all the time, I always want to learn and I always want to be better. And I always want to learn different people's perspectives on things too. I think that there's so much value in that. So definitely reflecting myself, reflecting together with you, you know, reflecting um, thoughts from others as well. So important. So as you mentioned, um, I guess in reflecting, 
You know, there was a time where we said, okay, when we hit our 10-year dataversary, again, air quotes that I'm probably using improperly for those that are listening, we said, you know, we're probably not going to continue to celebrate that. We'll just, we'll kind of move ahead and celebrate our wedding anniversary. But how can you negate those important days in your life that bring back so many memories? So every year we do reflect, last year was 20 years and you took that time and you found a picture from every single year and you dated that picture. And that was amazing to see. So when we were talking about life as having a vision, we were talking about, um, you know, forward thinking and all of that too, but also how we have our own individual stories and how we have our story together and how we're continuing to build our story. So with that, there's so much to unpack. I feel like in that so let's take let's take a few minutes. I think maybe people um, listening or watching, some people know us really well. Some people have known us for a while. Some people might be new here. So let's talk a little bit about how we came to be, I guess. Okay, let me back up though. So I'll share a little bit about, you know, we seem like very happy, grateful, chippery <laughs> people, but we have absolutely our own story. We have gone through our own struggles. And I think that that's so important is everybody has their own story. And so if I can take a few minutes to share too, like, um, you know, a few things about your life and my life, like you grew up with not in abundance. Um, for a while you slept, you base, you barely had a mattress, right? We talked about that. And, and it's, I think that we can go into other thoughts and, you know, other directions here too, but you never had that realization that you were in anything less than, nope. but I yeah, I would say, um, I never realized that until I reflected back on my childhood home where, you know, I left, I lived with my dad and my grandma and my mom lived elsewhere. And, you know, I didn't know as a kid that I lived in community housing. I didn't know that. I just knew that I had a family that, that loved me and they tried their best to provide for me. But I, when I met you and I met your family and, I, and we grew a life together, I knew that more was possible. And I always wanted to have more for us and our kids. Um, so it's true. You don't know anything other than what you're living in until you get outside those uh -huh. four walls. Um, mm -hmm. so yeah, everyone has their own story and you have your own story, which I love your story. I love your family story. I'm sure we'll have many episodes on that story because it's, it's a great one, but yeah, I think that, um, there was a lot of reflection in that even now about my story and your story and, mm -hmm. and now we're creating our own story and, um, yeah, it's great. Yeah. So, you know, Neil and I got together when we were 16. Maybe we'll, we'll both share our perspectives on how that all unfolded and came to be. Um, but it's just amazing reflecting on that. And of course, you know, there's times where you grow together and you face adversities together. And, you know, sometimes there's different struggles and relationships and things like that too. And here we are. So, um, you know, it's it's been a great mind that shift, I think as well. So, okay, let's go back to when we were 16. Let's spend a couple minutes on that. So I, Neil and I actually knew each other. We, I knew of, I knew of Neil in high school, starting in grade nine. And I was like, 
he's so out of my league. <laughs> Because you know. I didn't even think I had a league. I was just my, you know. So through mutual friends, um, they were in a long-term relationship in high school. They were like known as like that couple that had been together for a long time. Um, it was summer and it was, so this was two years later. No, two year, one. I can't remember. Summer of, two, summer of 2001. I remember it was August. It was like a day during the week. Uh, they invited me as a third wheel to the movie, and then then the 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 girl um, was like, "Oh, I'm going to invite my friend Veronica to come along." So we went to go pick you up at your house, and I remember you walking and like probably our first official like meeting uh, or introduction to each other in a in a you know one on one capacity was yeah. that uh, in the back of their car driving to the movies, yeah. Yeah. So that was our first, like, as you mentioned, I think like interaction where we actually spent time together. So if anyone remembers, like we, there used to be that bulk candy that you can buy at the movie theaters. <laughs> and um, so here I am like scooping, like, you know, fuzzy peaches and sour watermelons and whatever into this bag of candy. And Neil and I sat beach- beside each other at the movies. And actually my younger cousin was with us. Um, he was visiting from, um, Myrtle Beach. So I have this bag of candies, you know, I, I turned to Neil and in like typical fashion, just because I feel like I'm a, I'm a sharer. I don't know if that's a real word or not, but you know, here I am offering him my candy. <laughs> We're watching the movie and all of a sudden I looked out at the bag and it's like empty. <laughs> and I was like, he just ate all my candy. <laughs> he just ate all my candy. <laughs> oh. Do you have yeah. any like reflections on that moment? Yeah, <laughs> Uh, in the moment, I never thought anything of it. Um, but, you know, over the years when we always talk about that, about that moment, whenever we eat fuzzy peaches or whenever we eat sour watermelon gummies, it always comes up as a core part of our history and our story. And I think that reflecting on it, the number one reason I've never really, I, I would never do that to just anybody else, <laughs> but anybody that knows Veronica, anybody that has even had the chance to hear her speak or um, to have met her in person and interacted with her. Um, It's just her energy. We will get into energy, uh, I'm sure, very soon and about life and energy, but Veronica has this energy uh, that just, um, she exudes comfort, warmth, and um, just like making people feel comfortable. And I felt that, never felt that before with anybody, uh, any friendships, never really had a relationship with any person before that. So that's the reason why, looking back, I did that. And it just, for whatever reason, just happened. And it just grew from there because, you know, we sat beside each other in many classes in grade 11. The world put us together in many different situations that year. Um, we were on a, a project in a class together, a group project, um, where I would feel so comfortable that I just stayed after the group left just <laughs> to be able to spend more time with you. And this is before we even were dating. So I look back at it and I think, wow, that's like, and now knowing who you are and what you bring to this world, um, that's 100% the reason why I felt that way, why I wanted to be around you and 
other people want to be around you. So yeah, hundred uh, percent. I ate all that candy, and uh, I think that uh, it is the core start of our story. It is the start of our story, and I was laughing because when you mentioned that you stayed after everyone else left for those group projects, I was laughing because my mom was so upset about that. So <laughs> I'm probably outing her in this podcast, but she used to have fake teeth and she used to, she was like, Veronica, I just, it's like when you want to put your pajamas on at the end of the day or, you know, take for the women up there, take your bra off at the end of the day. And she wanted, she would come home and it was still there. Like you would stay at my house till like midnight. And she was like, I just want my space back. So I just when, you know, reflecting back on memories and things like that, it made me think of that moment and it made me laugh. So as Neil mentioned, you know, we had lots of opportunities to spend time together. And um, since the moment we met Neil, I think, you know, my confidence has grown so, so much. So you have been instrumental in my journey of loving myself. That's a huge thing that has definitely unfolded over the last 21 years. Um, you know, and then so Neil asks me to semi-formal, I feel like, which is a whole other story. We could probably spend like 10 minutes on that. So it was, it was a funny moment looking back. Um, and then we went to semi-formal and then Neil formally asked me to be his girlfriend. And so here we are. Yeah. It's, um, and it's a, a part of the reflection too, is, you know, you know, when you're 16 or young and you're, I guess, you know, even in your early years, early twenties, whatever you consider to be young and, you know, you, you, you know, you see people that, you know, I'm in love with this person, that person, um, you know, there are questions that outside people put on that. How can you, how do you know, or, you know, you don't, you're too young to know what love is and this, that, and, you know, we heard it all um, from family, even people we knew. And, you know, what I think was our one strength that still lasts to this day is to just, even though I don't even think we knew what we were doing, but we were just drowning of the noise around us and just focusing on what we knew we had together. And really, that goes along with anything, uh, professional, personal, with your family, whatever decisions you make, like those are your decisions and you know why you made them and you can own them and be proud of them. And if things turn out a different way, then you learn from them. Um, but just know that your situation or your relationship, which we went through, is yours and yours alone. And only you know that story and, and why you're choosing to do certain things. And I just know that had we listened to that, this story, this life, this family, this podcast would be here. So um, I think about that a lot every year, at least for sure. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm just really glad that we listened to not only what our minds and bodies were telling us, but what we were telling each other. There is so much to say about that. Wow. So the biggest takeaway that I want to, here we are, reflect on and emphasize is that piece about drowning out the noise. There's a lot of noise. There's a lot of noise within our own minds, for sure. Um, the external voices that, you know, don't always lift us up. People have an opinion on everything. For, absolutely. 
And it's whether you really take those opinions to heart. I think something that you mentioned is like trusting your gut. We say this a lot. We've said this a lot in different situations is trust your gut. Your gut has led you this far. You know, I think deep down, we always know what we want to do or what decision we want to make. And then all of a sudden, you know, all these voices or all these opinions start drowning that out. And I mean, sometimes we do listen to them and we go forward with a, with a choice that's not ours necessarily. And then we learn from that too. But I said this to a friend the other day, and the best decision is the decision you make. And I was like, wow, that was a piece of wisdom that just kind of came out, I think, is, um, you know, for myself, I often get what I guess there's a term or what I like to call decision paralysis because I'm the one that dives really deep and I want to know everything about anything before I go a certain way. And you really compliment in that, you know, sometimes you're able to like refocus me and be like, you know, I think you know what you want to do. I think you can stop the research or stop looking things up now and just go for it. And, um, you know, we've come to a lot of decisions together because we've been able to discuss things and, and be able to drown out that noise. And as you mentioned, we kind of did that when we were 16. I mean, let's, let's be real though. Okay. So if one of our kiddos, they're, they're not near 16 yet, but when they get there, we, Neil and I talk about this often and we think, oh my goodness, you know, if they find love at 16, like we did, I, I guess my instinct would also to be to question that for sure. Um, but a lot of people, yeah, absolutely doubted, you know, that we felt so confident in what we had. My mom, love my mom. <laughs> Are you telling the story you, about the pond? Go for it. Go for it. No. So it was so funny. Um, it's still funny. Um, you know, Ver Veronica's uh, mom told the story to Veronica um, early on. I don't know exactly when, but she said, you know, be... There's a lot of goldfish in the pond. Uh, and for those of you who know Veronica's mom, her analogies can be a little bit uh, tilted from what you may hear. But the general is, you know, there's a lot of fish in the sea analogy. She wanted Veronica to see the world. And I think it had a lot to do with her journey and her and reflecting on what she went through. And she just wanted her daughter to make sure she was making the right decision. So I never took it to heart. It's not something against me. It's part of her story to tell. Um, but it's just funny because she's like, she's trying to get Veronica to like <laughs> be in other relationships. And Veronica, thank God, said, no, I want this one. I want, I love Neil. Uh, I know that I, I love Neil and I love what we have. And, uh, yeah, that was, <laughs> I love that story. And we still joke about that to this day, probably at yes. least once a year. And I say to her now, of course, I said, I'm so glad she never listened to your advice to find those other goldfish. And she laughs. So, um, yeah. That <laughs> and now she values you like to the moon and back. And she wanted the best for you. I know, I know that it, it it was never anything personal yeah um, and she says to me actually she goes she even says i'm really glad you didn't listen to me <laughs> veronica i'm like yeah i know you're welcome neil's amazing so i guess looping back to like the reflection and stories so that's you know there's some of our history for you there's a little bit i you know i hope that we could make you laugh a little bit uh during this podcast while you're listening or watching too um 
And there's something that I want to, I guess, put out there as this storyline of reflecting and that everyone has a story and, you know, it's about acknowledging for sure your, your past and what has brought you in your story up until today. But with the hustle and bustle that is coming that you're in, you're probably in it. You're probably really deep in it. Um, you know, is the presence of presence. Yep. If that makes sense. So being in the moment, this is something that you shared with me. So, you know, focusing on your current page of your story, your current word, your current line, your current paragraph, however you want to frame that analogy. But this is something that you had shared with me that has made a big difference too, um, is being where you are. So, you know, do you, can you share with that? Yeah. Part of my journey in the last year and a bit, uh, and the information and, um, concepts that I've soaked in, right. You know, there's a book called be where your feet are. Um, it's a great book to read because it really just puts you in the presence of, you know, if you're at work, okay, be at work, get that done. And when you're not at work, when you're at home, when you're with your friends, be there, be present in the moment. And that's a great thing. Uh, mindset shift heading into the holiday season. Um, as Veronica said, the hustle and bustle, we're living in it. It's, it's like peak hustle and bustle season. So be where you are. Um, and I think that one thing that I always learned along the way here is, um, your story is your story. Like we said, so, you know, don't compare your chapter two or three to somebody Mm -hmm. else's chapter 20. Um, like your journey is where it's supposed to be. You are in a spot where you're supposed to be and just live in that moment, but also take the time to just, you know, enjoy the growth you've had in whatever capacity you've done and just know that you have the capacity to dream big, like we said, and to, to do more mm-hmm. as you move mm-hmm. forward. So that's, that's what I would say. It's so easy because I think we're everywhere, but where we are often, it's that reflex almost that we've built. We're hurrying, we're always going and your mind is always somewhere else. Like when (laughs) you're laughing, but you know, when the three kiddos are playing together and I'm sitting beside one, my mind is where the other two are at and how I can be with them, but I'm not soaking up where I'm at in that moment or that minute with the one that I'm beside. So, you know, we're, we're, I feel like our minds are everywhere for sure. So if there's a practical, you're more practical, I think than I am, but if there's a practical piece of advice for how to be where you are, can you share something about that? I think I want to learn too. Yeah. (laughs) Like I don't really, I guess like I'd have to, you know, actually formalize a practical concept other than just trying to pause, reflect, and live in the moment, right? Like whether Mm -hmm. it's, you know, you take a step back and you actually just say, okay, pause, Mm -hmm. right? Like just say to yourself, okay, pause. Um, But uh, what I would say is, you know, I laughed, I did laugh at your story about hurrying because that reminded me of the story you told about- Hey, you want me to tell it? Yeah. Do you want me to tell it? Yeah, go ahead. So this, and and this sort of 
uh, evolved into me slowing down this past year and being able to be present in in the moments where I was able to be in that mindset because it, it's a hard change. It's 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 it takes effort 100%, but it can be done. Um, so I'll let Veronica tell a story about how that evolved for me about we're always hurrying and we oh my goodness, stop. oh my goodness, it's like you can't get somewhere fast enough sometimes. And I don't know what that is. It's like, I think you're trying to buy time almost, right? You think like, if I walk a little faster, um, I'm going to get there sooner and I'm going to have an extra minute or whatever that is. So let us know if you do the same thing or if you have done the same thing as what I've done. I can't trace back why this has happened. You know, I think there's something that you mentioned, but okay. So focus, Veronica. (laughs) Here we go. So here's the story is that for the longest time, I would come up to a crosswalk and I'm I'm laughing because it's so ridiculous now, but let us know if you do this too. I would like run across the crosswalk for many reasons. I I don't know what it is. It's like, it's like, you know, I saw a crosswalk and I would like walk as fast as I could. And I said to Neil, there's something I think, you know, beautiful about having children where that helps us reflect and pause and think, I want to change that. So, you know, walking with the kiddos, I'm like, no, I don't want them to feel the hurry that I feel. So I even verbalized this to you. And I said, oh my goodness, Neil, I don't know if you've ever noticed, but I like try and sprint across a crosswalk. And like, I don't have very long legs. I always say I'm like five, three and three quarters. And Neil also laughs at that. The three quarters is very important. It's important. (laughs) But like, I mean, my hurry is also, let's be real. It's not very fast either, but there's something that like was, you know, mentally for me that I was just hurrying. And I think you had said something to me about like, there's something in us sometimes where we don't want to bother other people. percent. So would I hurry if there were no cars? I don't think so. So now I pause and I'm like, I am going at the pace that I'm going at. I'm going to take a deep breath and we are just going to walk normally, whatever normally is for you. And I even came across this this summer when the kids were biking, right? And I had to be very cognizant and conscious about not like, you know, trying to say like, let's go, let's go across the street. And if it took them an extra minute to cross the street and those cars had to wait, that's okay. I don't want mm-hmm. them to feel like the panic, the, the, oh my gosh, I need to go. Like, like you said, like they're learning how to bike safely. They don't need to rush. They're enjoying the heck out of their life on a bike with the freedom to just, you know, be on two wheels or four wheels, whatever age they're at. <laughs> so like, they don't need me saying like, hey, let's go, let's go. Like nobody needs that. Nobody needs that mindset as you're growing up. And we need to stop that mindset. And I know that we've tried and we're much better than we used to because it translates from a crosswalk to playing with your kids to doing A, B, and C. It's it's just an analogy for life is rushing across a crosswalk when you don't need to. And it's stuck with me ever since you told that story. And I think it's even gotten bigger now that we have kids. Yeah, and like, you know, when you were saying that, it almost made me reflect, again, like me, big on quotes, analogies, whatever I need to find to grasp onto to help me change my mindset, is that if I'm hurrying, let's say, across the road to, you know, 
cross it quickly before a car comes, maybe it's not the time. Just take a minute and breathe. That car can pass me, whatever it is, and then I can walk, (laughs) you know? So it's almost like that analogy too. Maybe it's just, you just need to take a minute and pause and that's okay. So find a minute in your day, find a couple if you can, take a breather, you know, because we only have like two hands too. Sometimes I think we have eight and we're trying, like, I'm like wrapping a present with one hand. I have like my toes, like on something else. (laughs) My thumb on my right hand is like swipe texting someone back. And you've told me this too. You can't actually truly excel at multitasking. There's no such thing. We'll talk about that later. Yeah. 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 So, so I guess the takeaway is, you know, pause. And I'm intentionally talking a bit slower because I'm taking a breath now. And, you know, after we end this and after we end this recording, I think I'm just going to sit here for like five minutes and take a breather. Yeah. So I hope that you all can do that too. Yeah. So I guess to, you know, come to a close on, on this episode of life is taking the time to reflect. Um, one thing that we've talked about in the past, uh, maybe month or two, right. Uh, and, and when you reflect is to just trust yourself in where you are, right? Like, like we just said, you are meant to be where you are. And one of the great, like one of the things that, um, I came across that really put this into perspective for me is when a bird is sitting on a branch, it doesn't worry about if that branch is going to break because it trusts itself and its wings to fly and not fall down. So in this moment, or when you have a moment to sit, pause, reflect, trust yourself, Mm -hmm. trust where you are. I love that. And, you know, with the analogy that we've been talking about, about stories and focusing on like, you know, acknowledging your previous pages, focusing on the page that you are at, because often I think we can fall into, I want to say it's a trap. I mean, I don't know for sure. That's how I feel, but of trying to focus on like the next, however many chapters that it is, but, you know, make the current page that you're on really strong, which will make your next ones like even stronger in a sense. So focus on the page that you're on. You know, I hope that everybody has a wonderful holiday, however you celebrate, that you get to spend some time with your loved ones, that you get to have those moments, that you get to be where you are. So thank you to everyone for joining us today, for following, for sharing. We are grateful for you and and this community that we are building. And we look forward to speaking with you again soon. Thanks, everybody.